It's weird, like, it's weird just staring at the empty chair across <laughs> Yeah, for you especially. We're not sitting across from each other, so yeah. I'm just like, I get to stare at There nothing. used to be a Mexican there. <laughs> mm. Mm. I remember. Well, Donald Trump has bought our podcast, <laughs> and <laughs> it is now one less Mexican to worry and about. He deported Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so much better than you. Apparently, we found out it was illegal to have Mike on the podcast, <laughs> and I don't want to break the law. And he said, your podcast is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. And you never, it's going to be, it's going to be so good. You're going to be so proud of it. All right. Well, that was great. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, cue the music. Welcome to the Flow of Things podcast, where every 10 minutes the alarm goes off and the topic changes. I'm Luke, I'm here with Ray and Mike. Let's kick off the show. Someone start the timer. Sounds like less than three people. Because hey, everyone, welcome to the Flow of Things podcast. Uh, this is Ray, and with me is Luke. And Mike is gone. Where did Mike go, Luke? Uh, Mike told us that um, he actually invented time travel. Uh, you know, he was busy over the weekend. He invented time travel. He went too far back. He's stuck in 1881, and uh, he says it's really dusty. And Trump's out to get him. Trump's out to get him. <laughs> Trump's going to chase him back through time. Yeah, that'll be a great Back to the Future episode. Back to the Future 4. <laughs> yeah. The Trumpening. <laughs> the Trumpening. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. So how was your weekend, Luke? Uh, let me go ahead and start the timer here. Uh, my weekend was all right. I, um, Logan's been, been really, really good over the last couple of weeks. He's been really happy having very few tantrums and that's always nice mm. um and uh oh. has he been seeing any of the other kids or has that completely stopped since michelle's pregnant we actually went over to one of the other daycare kids um house on saturday night her parents uh invited us over for dinner so we went over there uh her dad clara's dad uh cooked an amazing tri-tip and I just like, we were eating, I'd taken a few bites of it already. And he was like, oh, I forgot to get out the barbecue sauce. And I was like, how dare you put barbecue sauce in this? You heathen <laughs> bastard. Like it was You're so good. Raw. <laughs> he had, he had spiced it and he was just, it was so good. So well cooked. And I was just like, oh, God. um, so that was good. Uh, I saw the Terminator Genesis movie at the cheap theater on oh, Saturday night. Was it good? I don't remember. Actually, you know what? I don't it remember was the reviews. not bad. Really? Compared to if you compare it to Terminator Three and Terminator uh, Salvation, like this one, it works. You know, it, it it makes sense in in what they do. How old is Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't know, but it's funny because he plays he ages. You know, in yes, the movie, he does. And, and they and they try to explain that really quickly. Because when the first time that Kyle Reese, the character, sees the Terminator, sees Arnold, he's like, he's old looking. Yeah. And the Sarah Connor character very quickly explains, she's like, well, the tissue they put on the Terminators is human tissue. It ages just like anything else. So they're just like, they just get new tissue when they need it. And of course, he can't, you know. Oh, so, interesting. But the underlying mechanics are still the same. So he's like, I'm just as strong and just as powerful. Just I look old, and I'm yeah. a politician now, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your governor. Yeah, 
used to be. I'm your ex-governor. Um, but it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was nice to go out and see a movie. Um, and the other, I mean, the other weird thing about this weekend, or not weird, but just like that Michelle has now passed the point in her pregnancy that now from this point, if she goes, if the contractions start, there's no more going into the hospital to have them stopped. From this point, if it starts, it's it's baby time. Preseason's over. It's game time. It's game time. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a long season. A yeah. long 18-year season. 18, 18 <laughs> years and then then the, the postseason. <laughs> and then the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. So, yeah. So, for all the listeners out there, my phone as is being used as the timer this time since Mike's not here. Um, but it's also on, so in case any weird noises happen, because it could happen in the middle of this podcast. You could actually hear the phone ring and me go, shit, gotta go, labor. And and just just so everyone knows, Mike is going through the same ordeal as well. He's very close behind. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, his wife, Andy, is about two weeks, two or three weeks behind. It's going to be a busy busy couple months for you guys yeah it's gonna be crazy no sleep Um, well mike doesn't know what is ahead of him but you do (laughs) yeah this is mike's first remember when mike's like what am i gonna do with all this free time (laughs) with my maternity leave and we're like i don't think you understand what maternity leave is for (laughs) nope it's for not sleeping yeah exactly it's for not sleeping and trying to figure out how to make the baby sleep (laughs) oh god you just stare at it and go please Please go to sleep. What is wrong with you? Why are you crying? Poor thing. Um, you know, we had to put Logan when he would cry sometimes when he was really little. We put him in the baby swing, mm. and but and at first when he was really little, um, like eight to twelve weeks that area, like the swing was enough. It would it would soothe him to sleep and it would be great. But as he got older, the swing just wasn't moving fast enough for him. Like it didn't have enough volatility to it. So oh, we had God. to sit there and like shake the swing while it was going. And like, it was almost like you were trying to throw him out of it. And that's the only way he would go to sleep. You're basically. Yeah. You're basically creating the Dara devil basically. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to make him into a mutant superhero. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, speaking of that though, uh, I have taught him, uh, he has these Batman pajamas that has this little like velcro attached cape hmm. and uh so i taught him to uh wear those and then run out into the middle of the room and go batman <laughs> you're already making him side with batman yeah or superman are you gonna bring <laughs> i've i've never i did not grow up a superman fan so yeah I'll, well you know what i i'm kind of the same well i i really love the old tim burton batmans that's what i grew yeah. up with yeah. So I definitely gravitated towards that and that type of humor mm-hmm. uh, versus the, the old Supermans. Yeah. Although the old uh, Superman 3, when uh, the Richard Pryor one, do you remember that? Uh, what was the plot? Richard Pryor, if I remember correctly, plays a scientist. And I could be wrong about this, but he was involved somehow. I want to say he was a scientist and, and they kidnapped him because they had to, he had to help them build this machine um and uh but at the all i remember really vividly is the very ending the like climactic fight scene and uh superman's in there and there's this woman and she tries to fight with superman and he uh either uses his breath to like blow her away or something but he (laughs) she falls backwards into the machine into this big weapon and instead of just dying 
she like gets electrocuted and comes out a robot. Like she's like half robot, half woman. And she's like, arr, arr, and they're like, oh God, she's way stronger now. And like, <laughs> she fights Superman and she fights Superman. I don't remember robot. that at all. Is that the one where, where he brings Lois into the cave? I don't remember. I blocked out most of the rest of like Superman. I remember little scenes. I remember him in the bar when he was all mad. I think that was Superman two. And he's flicking peanuts and like destroying everything. <laughs> And then, of course, there's Superman 4, where he, like, where his enemy got power from the sun. So he just basically caused, like, an eclipse or something. And that was how he made it, how he won. I remember that one. I do remember that one. And is it the very first one when Lois dies? And he flies around the planet backwards so he can reverse time? Was that the first one? I don't remember, but I remember going, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Even as a kid, I'm like, that doesn't do anything to time. That would just destroy the planet. You were a very smart kid. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> Superman kills everyone. <laughs> Not the story they were going for. No. So what about your weekend? My weekend. My weekend was filled with, I went paddle boarding. That was really fun. Did you use your oar? I didn't use my oar, no, oh, okay. but I went paddleboarding with two other people that have never been on paddleboards before. Oh, really? And so if you've never been on a paddleboard before, it just looks scary as well because you're you're just standing on a board and people are like, I don't understand how you can just stand there in the middle of the water and there's wind blowing. But once you get on it, it's surprisingly stable. Yeah. Um, this coming from a guy that doesn't know how to swim. So quite dangerous. Why? Why? That you're standing on the water and you don't know how to swim. Why would you do that? I know. I know. Every time I, I say, this is not a good idea, but I, I've done it a couple times already. And every time I've survived, except this time they pushed me in their water. So that was really a test. <laughs> a test of your friendship? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was. And they all failed. And they all failed. <laughs> I killed them all. Yeah. But that was fun. Um. What wasn't fun was uh, afterwards, I spent the majority of the weekend car shopping for my parents. Mm. And whenever you're buying a car, it's just the most painful. It's just like the most painful six hours of your life. Yeah. That is just filled with lies and deceit. <laughs> and it's just really, really horrible. No, it sounds like high school for me. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> Lasted longer than six hours. Though. Yeah. So did you guys end up buying something? No, we're going to wait it out till Labor Day weekend. Oh, good plan. That's that's when all the dealers are like, "Well, you know what? You should you should come back next week." Yeah, and it's only a week away. Yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, "There's a big event next week. You should check it out." And I'm yeah. Like, okay. Gotcha. Um, did you go? Uh, I know Anita's looking for a car as well. She is, but I don't really know her budget, so it's tough for her. One billion dollars yeah exactly it's it's tough when you don't know your when you're when you don't have a solid budget yeah to work with basically you can get anything yeah you know? and and nothing at all yeah uh, and it's like do you want to use do you want to new because there's pros and cons to both of them do you want to yeah. lease there's also issues with that so um it's really i mean it'll be, it'll be up to her how much she ends up wanting to spend yeah i think that'll define what car you can get we're uh we're gonna be getting a new one sometime in the hopefully by the end of the year again <laughs> yeah well when the when my grandmother's house sells we're gonna finally get a car for michelle like she's been using her dad's car for like oh really a couple years oh. 
who cares about that anyway? Exactly. Uh, so moving on. This weekend, uh, oh, let's see. Actually, we're going to go into this one. So not this weekend, this past weekend, but actually September 9th, which is, um, uh, I need to start the timer again. I'm which so, is I'm so not used to this. Last week, I believe, for them. Last week for who? What? For the podcasters. For our audience, it will be last week. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I see what you're saying. Ah, but no, <laughs> I got confused. No, so, you know, talking about seeing the Terminator movies now. I'm, I'm all time travel paradoxes yeah. are all fucking me up. Um, no, on September 9th, which is coincidentally my mom's birthday, um, Apple's going to have their next event, and uh, they're going to be releasing a bunch of new stuff. There's the rumors going around that mainly this is going to be um, iPhone centered. Mm. Uh, that that's probably going to be the biggest part of the of the keynote. It's going to be the iPhone six plus, I guess. Um, app, the iPhone six S, as reported on the Verge. Um, and there is going to be a couple other things. I guess they're probably going to announce. Rumors are they'll announce the iWatch OS two, um, which will have significant improvements to the iWatch. And then the other thing that people are talking about is the new Apple TV, um, which is since Apple TV has not upgraded basically since it was put out. Yeah, it's been a long, long, long time. So uh, it's probably the one thing in the Apple repertoire that has just stayed the same that has not had any significant improvement for years. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Supposedly, the new one is going to be Bluetooth uh, capable. It'll have a new remote that is a little thicker, a little bigger than the current one. It'll be a touchscreen. It'll have apps. Um, it'll have Siri included, so you can actually just tell the Apple TV to do stuff, um, which is kind of awesome. And people are saying that the reason why they're doing it is they're hoping to turn the Apple secretly using the... It's going to use the Apple TV as the hub for your home control. So you can use the Apple TV with their home kit. And basically say, like, I want the lights down. I want the garage door locked. I want this and that. Interesting. So the Apple TV will become that that hub. Um, they would have to raise the price point, though, right? It is raised. Uh, I guess they're talking about it being somewhere between 150 and 200 bucks, um, according to the article on Gizmodo. Yes, the third generation Apple TV retails for a cool $70. Fourth generation will reportedly cost between 150 and 200 dollars well that's not bad yeah it's not too crazy but um but yeah i mean i'm i'm looking forward to it it's also going to be really it's i guess a big thing for gamers because now they're going to be able to have apps in the you know in the apple tv and apps means you could put games on there and they're saying that you could use your phone, your phone could then become a controller if not built for the actual controller itself. Oh, okay. I can see that. I can totally see that. So yeah. there's a lot of options that can come out with that. I'm pretty excited about it. I don't, honestly, with a new phone, I'm not really looking to get a new phone. So It's tough because there's only so much stuff they can improve on. On the iPhone 6, yeah. On the iPhone 6 when, you know, it, it's, it just feels so... I mean, I have the iPhone 6. So it doesn't really feel slow for me. It kind right. of does everything. I had the 5S. I have a 5S right now as well. And, oh, right. And even that doesn't feel too slow, right? I mean, it kind of does everything I need. So, um, 
Yeah, according to The Verge... Is it going to be bigger? Um, or is hmm. it going to be the same size? Uh, let me see. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see if it says anything about size. Uh, I don't see anything off the top of it on the headlines. It does say, let's see, that it that on the 9th, they probably will not, even though when they did this with the iPhone 5, they released the 5S and the 5C at the same time. So they said, mm. here's the high price new model, and here's the cheaper model for people who want the base price. But supposedly there is no iPhone 6C. Um, so there's no cheap model um, coming out. Well, what I'm what I'm actually more interested in seeing is what they will do with the Apple Watch because just recently they just announced Google just moved over to the iOS market mm -hmm. and they launched all their Google phones as well. And so you're gonna get crazy amount of price points for for watches that work with your iOS device. Yeah. Right. So you can get phones. Uh, you can get watches that are in the you know sub one hundred dollar price range all the way up to $350, $600. Um, you're just going to get way, way many more options. So I want to see what Apple is willing to do to kind of combat combat that. I don't, I don't know. I actually, I was a little surprised that Apple even allowed Google to do that. Yeah, they've been kind of like really butting heads ever since ever. Yeah. Time started. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just because they're like, as long as they can get involved in all the markets, they're fine. Yeah, you know? I think wearable devices is, is a huge growing market, and Apple doesn't really have a very strong foothold right now. Yeah. It. But, and the first generation I watched was just not very strong, I believe. At least not enough to kind of capture the majority of the audience. They sold us so many of them, though. They sold a lot. I mean, yeah. but you can say the same for the macbook air which the first gen yeah. you know people were like well, i'm gonna hold off on it right but you know after three or four generations people were like that's that's the macbook to get you know yep. like yep. i want something light i want something small it it kind of meets everything i feel like after two or three generations of the iwatch you're gonna be a, you're gonna have a sizable chunk of wearable devices yeah probably so. um the other big thing that i'm hoping is the case is that ios 9 comes out Oh like yeah, that they, I know. That they for fully that for release. I know yeah. it's been in beta for a while, so people can have it. So I'm just like, I want iOS nine, um, and uh, yeah. So and hopefully they release the new, the the iOS, that it'll work on the iPad as well, so that you can do multitasking, like full split screen multitasking. Yeah. Well, you can download the beta already. You can. I usually don't because yeah, I just like I, eh, I don't want yeah, you to mess up in my system. Well. Um, speaking of the iPad though, there is, I just read yesterday that there is talk that they are going, uh, that they're going to release a bigger iPad that's going to be kind of almost as if you took the screen With right off the keypad? Of, <laughs> yeah. And to make it a MacBook Air? Yeah. Um, no, well, basically it's going to be if you took the screen right off your iPad Air and it'll be somewhere around that size. Interesting. It's for people who, it's for power tablet users. Who are like, I want to do presentations on this. I want to do like graphic design work on it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and one of the things it's supposed to have is enough screen space that uh, that you can do multitasking really well. Because hmm. it's supposed to also come with a new type of keyboard um, that comes up, new type of keyboard display that allows for that. Interesting. Hmm. 
So that's a lot of stuff to release in one event. Yeah, it could happen. Um, you know, but the weird thing, the, the only disappointing thing for me is I'm on the verge of getting a new computer, like a new, I'm, I want to get a new iMac and, um, uh, there's nothing in, there's no iMac that's going to be talked about at all in this oh, event. Bummer. Uh, so there's no a, iMac news. There's a new, there's an event in October that supposedly is going to have desktop, uh, stuff. Desktop focus. Yeah. So the, you know, the computer that I want, the one that I see in the store right now, there's going to be no price change at least until October or late mm. October when, when whatever the new revamped versions come out. Isn't that a little crazy that Apple gets us to buy their products every six to eight months and they're not cheap products they're you're not allowed to talk like that <laughs> they will come and find oh, you oh yeah i forgot that's what happened to mike <laughs> <laughs> sorry mike didn't actually travel through time he said something naughty about apple yeah they shrunk him down like he installed windows 10 and that was the last we saw of him they they put him in like to the Willy Wonka factory, you know, they shrunk him down like Mike TV. <laughs> He's an Oompa Loompa now. <laughs> <laughs> He's building our iPhones. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, there's always some surprises too what, that come out and you're just kind of like, oh, didn't see that coming, you know, or some weird thing. Yeah. Um, they always have a guest performer. Oh, yeah. Let's, it'd always be weird and like, yeah, here's... Kanye for president. Yeah. Nah. Um, yeah. I don't know what else they're going to do. But. I don't know how. I mean, other than hardware changes for the Apple TV, I don't know how they're going to kind of change the game. It feels like companies like Amazon and Hulu and Netflix are really going towards becoming a media company. But, mm -hmm. but Apple is still um the thing that they're holding off on that was supposed to be originally announced i think in uh, at this uh yeah. convention or this conference or whatever um is apple's tv streaming service which you will have to wait for until next time hmm. uh so ray would you like to continue on to our next topic here yeah so our next topic is pretty interesting so uh what is the date today the 31st 31st so i think this happened sunday right 30th yes it was yesterday last night yeah so last night sunday on the 30th sunday 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 mtv music awards uh really interesting a lot of a lot of winners um taylor swift kills it of course of course with her new video she won best video of the year yep have you watched the new video i have Bad Blood? Or no, no the no, one no. of Giraffe. The new one that she dropped, yeah. Yeah, the, no, I did see it. What's it called? Something, did Wildest Dreams? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have not seen it. It's not bad. It's it's not Bad Blood. But, <laughs> well, it's no sci-fi masterpiece. Yeah, but um, it, it, was, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. And I think the performances were really, really good. At the were BMAs. strong, yeah. Yeah, uh, including Bieber. Um, but the, the, the story that everyone's kind of migrating towards is... Kanye West semi announcing his his running for presidency uh, during the VMA awards. So I don't even know if this is something he's super serious about, but every single publication has kind of picked it up. Well, yeah, I mean, he, I think he's just using the you know the Trump methodology of getting himself in the news. Like, you know, he knows that even if he's joking about it, they're going to talk about it. You know, so. 
But oh, for listeners out there who didn't see it or haven't read about it, he's not announcing that he's going to run for 2016. He's announcing he's going to run in 2020. Yeah. Um, so not this term, but the so next he's one. not going to collide with Trump. Yeah, which would be amazing, though. I would love to see Trump and Kanye debate. Oh. <laughs> Because Trump would probably just try to sway him over and be like, you're huge. You're one of the greatest stars of all time. I'm huge. I'm one of the richest people in the world. And Kanye would be like, man, I don't need you. I was wondering <laughs> what your Kanye impression is going to be, but all right, I'll take it. Yeah, it's not a good Kanye impression, yeah. I admit. Kanye, so if you had to choose between the two, if you had to choose between the two. If they were the only choices out the there? the only choices left. Honestly, I would probably choose Kanye. Kanye for president. I probably would and because Kim I, Kardashian as the first lady. Sure, why not? And Secretary of State, why not? <laughs> Put her in there. I mean, honestly, because I think I think Kanye, like, there's part of his persona that is an act. And he knows it. He's created a image of of this guy, of Kanye West, you know. But he's also got a lot of issues that he is trying to work out about the industry. He's got some good points about things about being commercialized and being um, basically as an artist being turned into a product and then being told what you can and can't do. Um, you know, and he's like, I don't care about any of that. I'm rich enough to be whatever I want to be. Um, so I think that he's got some business acumen to him and and some, you know, a really certain sense of intelligence. Whereas Trump, I don't think it's an act. I think he is legitimately narcissistic to a dangerous level. <laughs> like, I think he thinks he is as popular as he imagines himself to be. And when he sits down and he sees like, I'm getting like exponentially higher mentions in the news and more news coverage than any other candidate out there. And that shows how much people love me. And I'm like, do you not realize the very simple fact that not all of that is contextually good press? They're talking about how bad you are, at least some of it, if not more than half. They're saying, holy crap, the world is going to hell because Donald Trump has this many poll numbers. He doesn't accept that. He thinks everything they're talking about is because how great he is and how much they want him to be president. But isn't it shocking that his poll numbers keep rising, though? Isn't that a little scary? I Early poll numbers mean nothing. And that's what people are don't quite get. Polls can shift dramatically, not only over a period of weeks, but over a period of days sometimes, depending on what a candidate does. And people can pick Trump all they want right now because it's a, what is it, a 17-person field? Yeah, there's no risk right now. Yeah, right? go ahead, pick Trump. You know, But when it comes down to three people, you will see people... You will see the other, like if he's got 30% right now, you will see the other 70 congregate behind one guy hmm. and it'll destroy Trump. Like he's not going to get the Republican nomination, at least not my opinion. Now, is he going to jump and run third party? Very likely. Who do you think would be a good entertainer to run for presidency? An entertainer? Uh, well, you know, as part of the the tradition here at the Flow of Things, we are big fans of T Swift. So, <laughs> I think she could be our first female president. Sorry, Hillary. <laughs> Taylor Swift's probably got the Doesn't better poll numbers. Thirty five before she can even run. <laughs> oh damn, that's that's another twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> She's ten years old. 
<laughs> she's really tall for 10. Yeah, she is. And talented. God. Um, and her boyfriend's probably going to go to jail then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. Well, I think she is a master at navigating the entertainment space. Yeah, she just seems to have a good head on her shoulders and seems to be a decent person. And really, that's what I care for most is like, is the person decent? You know, can they make moral and ethical decisions? Um, but other entertainers, I don't know. I mean, like John Stewart. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with him. Stewart or Colbert. Yeah, I mean, Colbert kind of joked about it, right? Yeah, and it's point. funny because people would people would think like, oh my god, like what would happen to say religious people if if say Stuart and Colbert went into you know got into the White House or something? But so many people don't understand that Stephen Colbert is like Roman Catholic or whatever, and he teaches Sunday school. Yeah, like he is not he's not some crazy atheist liberal, you know, uh, uh, nutcase like as as some of the people on the right want to paint him out to be. Like he's actually a very kind of down the middle politics kind of guy. And actually John Stewart is even down the middle sort of uh he's like socially to the left and fiscally to the right. Oh, interesting. He's much more like he they think again that Stewart's like some far left nutbag and it's like I've seen interviews between him and Rachel Maddow and he's like and you know Rachel's very liberal and and he's and Stewart would be like no, what you're saying doesn't work. Like that's not that's not the real world, you know? And like, they've, he's gone toe to toe with her, you know? Hmm. Um, which is again, what I like. I want somebody who's nice in the middle of the road, you know, or like, at least they're not just so far to the either not side. Too idealistic. And yeah, that they alienate most of the country, you know? Do you think Bernie Sanders has a couple idealistic kind of? He's, he's definitely farther left than I would think could get into the office, but he's, his poll numbers are going up. He's beating Hillary Clinton in New Hampshire right now by seven points. He's trailing her by seven in Iowa. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a serious candidate. And if it came down to, if I was a Democratic, uh, uh, which I'm call it, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name now, uh, delegate. If I was a delegate and I was at the convention, I would, I would cast my vote for him. Hmm. If it was just between him and Hillary. But if Hillary gets the nomination, I'm going to vote for her. Right. Like over Jeb Bush. Right. right. Or whoever it is that the Republicans put up. That's interesting. We drifted a bit far away from the VMAs. Just a tad. (laughs) There was other things that happened at the VMAs, though, besides Kanye running for president. Like what? (laughs) Uh, Well, there was Bieber crying after his performance because he's so thankful that people still care about him and give him a chance they're, they're real tears or fake tears i don't know i don't follow him closely enough to understand or care really <laughs> but uh i saw a really interesting blog or How sorry 22 mm. maybe i don't know that's like is that younger than taylor swift i think he is um i do i saw uh, there's a guy named casey who's the creator of Beam, uh, another kind of social app. That's really cool, actually. If you haven't checked it out, you should. It's B-E-E-M. Um, and uh, he got to go to the VMAs, and he vlogged his trip there, even though they didn't allow cameras. So he's, he just had cameras, like, attached to him, basically. <laughs> and it was really interesting to see just what was going on and 
uh, you know, in both inside the event and outside, he was like, there's more stuff going on outside waiting for hot dogs, like in the lobby than there is inside the show. Really? Cause all these random celebrities are just walking around outside and like, you know, getting into weird conversations and tussles and <laughs> he saw Amber Rose out there in her like slut walk outfit. I, I saw a shot of Jennifer Aniston in the crowd and she just looks so out of place you know? <laughs> because she's just surrounded by 20 year olds. Right. And she's like, I'm, I'm over this. I'm yeah. over this. It's like, well, I'm here to promote my movie and my publicist forced me to come here. <laughs> I was taken hostage and brought to the VMAs. Um, so, uh, for our last topic of the day, it's tradition that we go into uh, in case we suck. If you've made it to the end of this podcast and you hate us just with every little fiber of your being. Or you miss Mike. Or you miss Mike that much and you're like, that's it, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. These two cannot keep this ship afloat. Uh this is where we recommend other things that you can do with your time that usually are, are good. Um, I would uh, recommend I'm reading uh, a number of books at the moment, but um, I'm trying to think there was one that I'm reading. Well, I'm still reading um, IQ84 by uh, Murakami. I think it's Mur- Murakami. Murakami. Is that a Japanese author? Yeah. It's uh it was really popular I think like 2 years ago it it like broke wide really big and and was one of the like highest rated books of the year um it's massive it's just a thick tome of a book um but it's really interesting it, and it's really like it's weird thing about dual worlds like kind of existing in the same place and these two these these people getting stuck in between them and and these little people who are like causing problems and this girl who's in the middle of everything. Um, and she writes a book in, in the book, she writes a book that called air chrysalis and everyone thinks it's like this amazing book. And she's 17 years old and they're like, Oh my God, she's the next new like amazing author and writer. And she's amazing. But to her, she's like, I didn't write a novel. She wrote what she sees. And what she sees is these little people, these fantasy people. And, and and like, so they are real, but most people think she's just telling a fantasy tale and she's like, they're all going to, they're evil kind of, they're going to kill you maybe, but whatever, you know, who recommended the book for you to, I think I just saw so many people talking about it that year that it came out that I became interested and then finally saw it in like a used store. And I was like, Oh yeah, that book. So I grabbed it and uh, I've been working on it though for a while. It's a, it's a very long book. um, But I, I do really, uh, enjoy it well very cool yeah what about you um well i've been following this guy on instagram which is kind of interesting because uh and i found out because he they did national geographic did a little thing on him but he he's in the he's in, he's in north korea right now oh and so he's been sending photos from north korea through his instagram um and i have no idea how he's doing it because north korea has a very strict policy for photos yeah you can't take pictures of military people you can't so he's been kind of sneaking photos out uh but it's it's been really really interesting just because i mean this is these are photos from the ground and so you kind of see how people live there and it's just 
really colorful. Um, everyone looks very sad. <laughs> and it, it's, it's interesting now just because North Korea and South Korea has been having a lot of some tensions, some tension and, and drama lately. Um, so it's, so it's a little bit tense over there, but. And what was it, what was it just happened? North Korea, like accidentally hundred submarines just went missing or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, ah, we don't know. And it's like South Korea's like, you just sent 500 subs somewhere. <laughs> it's, it must be really weird to live in South Korea. I can't imagine. To have this crazy dictator live just across from you, you know, and, and sure they're, they have inferior technology and military, and they have almost no support from anybody. But they're still crazy. You know, it's still a crazy dictator. Yeah, and they still have hatred towards their country. And, and they do have they do have a military that's a comparatively to South Korea, like they could do some major damage very quickly if they just launched an all-out offensive. Like they could kill a lot of people. Yeah. It's just that you know, it's like. I don't know whether or not, you know, at the moment, they're still not making any moves like that because they know South Korea is backed by us. Right. Even though they hate us just as much. And they're like, no, we'll take you down too. And somebody in North Korea is like, no, we won't. (laughs) We really can't do that. Yeah, we really love you. Please keep sending the food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. That reminds me, there's a a documentary that... um, I just saw the trailer for on Apple trailers called a sinner in Mecca. And it's about this guy who's a Muslim and he's gay and his, you know, uh, he's been like disowned by his family Mm. or parts of his family. Um, He's married now, has a husband uh, in the U S but he's very devoutly Muslim and he's like, has this crisis of faith. It's this idea that what, you know, can I, can I truly be part of a religion that says that I'm an abomination, that I'm a sin, right. um, that hates me actively. And, uh, and he, he's done these writings and documentaries before about uh, that part of Islam that, that just demonizes homosexuality. And his goal in this documentary is actually he he goes on his his pilgrimage which you're supposed to do once in your life to go to the hajij and he goes there um as an openly gay man and he's basically like he says he he films himself in the mirror saying you know this is the beginning of my trip and i'm going to go there and i'm going to a place where just the act of being gay is punishable by death so hope i don't die you know but he's he's got to do it it's like his that's how powerful his faith is that he really feels that he has just as much uh presence and just as much right to celebrate his faith and have that connection with whatever he believes in than it as anyone else but he goes there if he gets caught not only getting caught being gay but also just filming like they don't allow you to film in those areas oh wow so he's taking so, he's, so everything he's doing is, is secret and uh it just looks really intense. It looks really intense. It's a documentary? Yeah, called uh, A Sinner in Mecca. Um, so I'm uh, you know, I'm trying to keep my eyes open for it. It's on Apple trailers right now, so I have a feeling the movie itself hasn't been uh, released. Um, or at least maybe not here. These are pretty heavy uh, in case we suck topics. Yeah, in so... case we suck, uh, you need to go 
see how terrible the world is and get depressed and then come back because you're like, okay, those guys aren't that bad. Yeah, either watch us in Mecca or follow Pemberton on Instagram. <laughs> and they go, okay, those guys are okay. Or listen to Justin Bieber sing his new song. And uh, cry. Yeah, exactly. Listen, just Actually, just listen to Justin Bieber Pick cry. your poison. <laughs> we'll kill you slowly. Not as fast as North Korea would. How about you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. I can't do a good mic impression. Yeah. I can't uh, Yeah. So, for everyone out there, yeah, Mike will be back next week, hopefully, depending. Uh, we are planning on... Um, I'm not, like, breaking the fourth wall at this point, but we're planning on, at some point, Mike and Ray and I uh, banking a bunch of episodes um, so that we can have the podcast can continue going when when Mike and I both have to be wrapped up in in small little tiny babies. Um, or Ray, you could just do the whole podcast by yourself. I can. I can go solo from here. Uh, I'll see you in 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just retire. I'll bring in Logan. He can take my place. Yeah. And if anyone has any topics or questions, feel free to leave it in the comments. And yeah. We'll use it in the bankable episodes. Um, so, Ray, that brings up a good point. So if you're out there and you are enjoying the podcast, uh, please feel free to go find us on iTunes and you can rate and review. That is the best way to help out the show and uh, get us noticed, get the show bigger. Uh, maybe we can roll in some sponsors, which would be fun. Um, we're also on SoundCloud. And as we always like to joke about, we're on Stitcher. Which we I don't are think on Stitcher. anyone has gone to see. I need to download Stitcher just to see <laughs> just where to, we are at. Just to take a look at it. Yeah. What is Stitcher? That's going to be a topic for next week. Yeah. Stitcher. Yeah, I'll, I'll run with that. Stitcher who? <laughs> Stitcher please? I'll inform the audience on what Stitcher is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there was something else I was going to say about the podcast. Oh, yes. And for those who are listening to this one, we can now belatedly apologize for getting last week's up really late because it's actually going up tonight and it should have been up on friday and you'll Saturday. get that apology two weeks later yep <laughs> so belated apologies for the last podcast being late but it is going up tonight uh which will be a week past for you guys all right cool all right see you everybody turn off the music stop the timer